miles away The faster I will run You can deny me You can decide to turn your face away No matter cause there's something inside so strong all right, whenever you hear this tune, you know it's time for our personal development session that follows Finance with Brian every Tuesday. Lira, of course, there with something inside so strong. In keeping with the theme of World Teachers Day, today we were, thought it would be a good idea to speak to a teacher, particularly a life orientation teacher. Ufense Molefe is an LO teacher at Spark Randberg High School. And of course, Offense, part of your job is to help young minds figure out their life. You're very much in the field of personal development. Good morning to you and thanks for your time today. Morning, Kathy. Thank you so much for this opportunity and happy Teacher's Day to all the teachers. Yes, happy Teacher's Day to you. I hope that it's a wonderful day for you to feel appreciated and also uh, as you hear all of the warm messages, I suppose it happens maybe uh, once or twice a year where you have learners coming to you and telling you how much they love you, how special you are. The rest of the time, you just have to deal with running after them. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> so, so let's talk about then, you know, the role that a teacher plays, particularly in the development of a young person's life and your own approach to this, given the fact that you're, you're teaching such an important subject, life orientation. Yes, I know it's often looked down on, you know, like if you get an A for LO, nobody's going to think that you're really smart. Mm, um, yes. But these are important skills that, that are being taught. Definitely. I think life orientation is, like you're saying, very looked down upon, Mm. but it's so important. And I I experience a lot of challenges, really. And I think those challenges are growing to me, not only to the scholars, but myself. Um, Scholars are going through a lot. And I think as a teacher, not just a life orientation teacher, Mm. you play a role of being a counselor. You play a role of being a mother. Whether you are a mother or not, you still have to take on that role as it comes. And I think it is overlooked because there's a perception that it is easy. And I always tell my scholars that life orientation is not easy. It goes with your perception in school in general to say, if I'm able to tackle life orientation and pass with an AP, I can definitely do it in mathematics. And how does life orientation then add on to me as a global citizen, as a citizen, yes, of South Africa, but a global citizen as well? So we're still also trying to break that stigma. It's not easy, definitely Mm -hmm. not, but I think you set the tone as an educator. You allow or you create that... um, good or positive perception in your own classroom about your subject. Mm. Part of what you, you also aim to do through through life orientation is that you, you're giving learners some of the skills, they're sometimes called the soft skills that, that are needed, that will carry them through different areas of their lives and not necessarily just in their careers or just in their uh, work life or even just in their family life. And we also know that these are going to be the most valuable skills 
of the future as we move into a world that is more uh, technological. <laughs> okay, let me try that again. Um, that is more technology driven um, and, mm. and, and, and also, you know, influenced a lot by technology. Yes, definitely. And I think with life orientation, it's, it's integrated into all the subjects, really. And what we try to do is not take, adva- not take for granted, rather, um, the syllabus itself, because ultimately the topics that are associated with life orientation are very sensitive as well. But it is something that you can't necessarily overlook. Um, it is something that you also, as an educator, have to be sensitive towards. So, yes, we do teach them about time management. We do teach them about um, career choices. But we have really like deep um, content that looks into sexual harassment, etc. But it's also how you approach it as well. And ultimately, using technology to enhance that as well, allowing the scholars to really broaden the subject itself. So... Um, creating that innovative space for them and they themselves are very technology driven and so ultimately that kind of also teaches you as an educator as to what to adapt how are you going to integrate um, technology into learning and ultimately moving into the fourth industrial revolution how are you going to best utilize it in the classroom because ultimately it's all about them and um, you want to differentiate learning so that it caters for every child's needs in the classroom Let's talk about, you know, just as adults and, you know, obviously the, you, the population that you're talking to now would be yeah. a more adult population. But perhaps it's a good time to go a little bit down memory lane for those of us that did do LO and maybe for those that maybe didn't or in their time it may have been called something else. But what are yeah. some of the important lessons that you teach in LO that you think we need to remember as as adults that can help us in navigating all of the things that that life throws our way? I think what stands out for me in life orientation that I teach is the element of diversity. And I don't think that is something that um, can expire. You know, I think living in a world where um, so many things are ever-changing, you know, mm-hmm. living in a dem- democratic country, I think the element of Ubuntu is lost, um, more especially with us, with the generation that I teach, you know. And so kind of um, establishing the element of Ubuntu in everything that I do, in everything that I teach to kind of remind them as well to uphold the element of Ubuntu, um, understand that we are different, but in our differences, we need to be able to uplift each other. So that's found in body shaming, so the topic body shaming, bullying, I think these are social issues that are going to develop even in a time when you and I, you and I, um, Kathy, do not or are not alive anymore, you know. And so understanding and helping them understand um, those social ills. And I know it's such a deep topic, but it's so relevant as well. But also going away from just the seriousness. I'm a PE coach as well. So allowing them to be grounded and establish the indigenous part of life. So I still, till this day, teach my um, scholars on indigenous games. And it's something that they are not in touch with because of how technology Mm -hmm. has kind of overshadowed and kind of, you know, um, 
overtaken um, the whole spectrum. But I still go back, you know, because I want them to have something tangible for PE, not just exercise, but to say, I remember Ms. Melissa um, teaching us about Indigenous games, and she took us back to a time when she was still a child. And we can also resonate with that and not necessarily pay attention to just technology. Mm. And, and, and you know, you talked about body shaming and bullying just as being among some of, of the big topics that, that, that you're dealing with, with with young people in your classrooms. The reality is that these are also issues that people grow up with and they seem to stay with us for throughout the duration of our lives in different ways and in different forms. Definitely. And, you know, Kathy, it's so tough. It's such a tough, it's one of the toughest topics to kind of tackle. But mm. I think it's in making it real for them. I, I believe in meaningful learning. Always make education meaningful. Whether it's integrating it with a topic that doesn't necessarily go with what you are assessing, but always make education meaningful. And so because I've been unapologetic in speaking about body shaming or turning it into a, an assignment that they, that they have to write or a speech that they have to present to the class, the first step is in making it um, or rather normalizing talking about it because ultimately when we talk about it because it's something that's not spoken of and that is so taboo in our homes we don't necessarily talk about body shaming don't talk about mental health etc and so because it's spoken about in the classroom or it's something that I've allowed to happen in my space or in my classroom it has really opened up doors and I won't necessarily lie to you it's such it's such a revelation that I've received as an educator today Mm -hmm. it has set the tone as well we've got children who are now starting to open up about their personal problems, children who don't even understand mental health and how bullying can kind of, you know, contribute to mental health. And that on its own has kind of started the conversation and it has allowed me as an educator to broadly integrate meaningful learning or really social ills or social topics into my day-to-day mm, teaching. Mm. You know, I think one of the benefits is is the fact that once you begin to instill that thinking in young people that says to them, when something like this happens to you, just because it is happening, it does not mean mm-hmm. that it is right. And just because society has accepted it, it doesn't mean that you have to accept it. Um, you yeah. know, because you talk about how body shaming is not spoken about in in, in families or even mm-hmm. in communities. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, yeah. as, as, as a young, as a black woman, I think mm-hmm. <laughs> when people make comments about your body, nobody's thinking they're body shaming you. They're just telling yeah. you the truth of life. And, and quite frankly, anybody feels entitled to say, whatever it is that they want to say about you and you just have mm. to you have to grin and bear and and just take it you're right and i think it like i'm saying it starts there you know you might look at it as oh no it's just a comment and we're used to it and it's these little comments or ideologies that kind of simmer into our generation and mm. are normalized it's time to really just um call out the normalcy or what has been less what has been treated as society as normal and literally call it out and say it, 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 it isn't. The same way that we have started with gender-based violence is the same way that we can now start um, or rather keep the momentum. Gender-based violence within men themselves, you know, um, uh, body shaming, you know, so many other things as well. I think for me, I've learned a lesson to say, 
let us not normalize the ideologies that society has kind of um, made normal because ultimately that's what builds a child's self-esteem. That's what builds confidence because then it kind of ripples over onto their career choice. It Mm. ripples over onto the type of citizen that they will become in South Africa. And we do not want our generation of kids to necessarily be timid, to be closed off because ultimately that does not serve us as a country. We need to build a generation that is unapologetic, but also that is questioning, very inquisitive about certain things, that that is very argumentative about certain things, and that holds ground in terms of certain ideologies and social um, ideologies as well. Let me go to the phone lines. Rachel, you're calling us from Kabeha. Good morning, Rachel. Hi, good morning, young lady. Uh, Hi. Um, I just wanted to say congratulations to, um, oh, well, happy Teacher's Day. To the young lady there in the studio. Offensive. Um, yeah, Thank you. I, you know, Thank I, I you. got my daughter's report um, last week, and I, the first thing I looked at was not Allo, unfortunately, because Allo mm. happens to be the very last subject at the, on the report mm. card, and the, mm. my my uh, my thing was um, my main thing was to look for math, to look at a math mark and a, and the languages, but mainly math. So I was just like in agreement with you when you say it's not really highly um, respected and looked down at, and yet it is a very important, vital to the, um, and especially that age group, grade 10 and up. And so I just wanted to say to her, um, well done, and uh, just continue with the good work. And we're very proud of them. Mm. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> Rachel, thank you for that call. Rachel out in Kabecha and, and really emphasizing uh, the point that was made earlier about how uh, even parents themselves look at a subject like uh, life orientation and the role that it can play in children's lives. Okay, uh, I'll continue taking more of your calls. Ngunzi, good morning to you. Hello, Ngunzi. Hey, Katie. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, I, I just tuned into your show, but uh, I, I hear that you are talking about uh, important issues such as that, the one like uh, body shaming and stuff like that. Mm. Um, you know, those, those phrases, Katie, and that kind of a terminology is foreign to, 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 uh, to Africans. If I can put it, yes, so. yes. We, we don't. We, I don't. In this I don't have a, a, a term called it. I don't have any direct interpretation of it, and I'm sure even in your language. So, um, it's dangerous if we interpret such phrases in our context because they they, they don't mean what you mean. You know, in this I can just say, meaning that yeah, no, you've gained weight, but it's not like I'm. I'm saying that in a particular offensive way. Just the way it is. But people don't interpret that as, as being, you know, body shaming and stuff like that. You mm. know, so that, mm. that's the, the, the problem that we confront. And not to say we should condone that, but I'm just saying that, uh, you know, mo- mostly they, people just don't say that to mean um, body shaming and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, and and oftentimes, Nkunze, I think, you know, the people who are saying it sometimes are also not saying it with the intent to to be harmful, Mm. but it doesn't make it any less harmful, you know. 
Um, yes. and, 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 and unfortunately, these are things that people experience from, from a young age. You know, the people will be uh, <laughs> will be commenting on all sorts. Of, I've got all sorts of examples going on through my head, but I'm choosing to not. <laughs> I'm choosing to not go there because I'm like, hey, okay, no, rather not. But 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 just because there isn't harm in, in the intent, it doesn't mean that that what that's that that then doesn't become the effect of it. Yeah, no, I understand. That's fair enough. Yeah, enough. yeah. All right, Ngunzi. Okay, no, it's okay. Okay, all right. Um, I don't know if you want to you want to add to that um, in terms of what Ngunzi was saying. Yes, please. I think um, I definitely agree with you, Kathy. Um, but being a life orientation teacher, you get to be sensitive to these things and not because you are gullible to anything the world throws at you, mm. but you need to be very careful that as human beings, we have insecurities, right? And ultimately, sometimes my insecurities, yes, aren't known to humans or aren't known to my circle. But ultimately, when someone else has an opinion about something, the tone matters, you know. Are they saying it in a very worried tone or are they saying it in a condescending tone, you know. So these are the things that we don't want to normalize in society because ultimately how it comes off may be very um, strong. So yes, I can say you are, you have gained weight, but what am I saying? Am I saying it as a comment or am I saying it as a part in which I want to assist you in, you know. So I think the intent as well should be very um, clear in our speech as well, you know, to say, <laughs> I'm, I don't mean to demean you. So then how then, how do I mean? Okay, um, so you've gained, I've seen that you've picked up a few pounds. Would you fill me in on what's going on or are you stressed or whatever? That comes off as in a form of worry, you know, as opposed to me just making it as a comment, a side comment and just moving on. We need to be really careful. And I think these are the things that I'm arguing for to say, let us not normalize them because ultimately it does play on the psyche. It does play on the mental mm-hmm. state of mm-hmm. a child. And like you're saying, it's, it starts as early as childhood. It starts as early as teenagehood. And so being aware of the things that we can say to each other rather than the things that we have now created as culture or tradition and that we have been apologetic of. I don't think that we need to apologize certain things because this is how our kids or this is how our children are unable to converse with us adults because we have now created a solidified ideology on things and therefore it's unbreakable. Stanley in Durban, if you can keep it brief for me. Hello. Hi, good morning, Kathy. How are you? I'm well, thank you, Stanley. Good. Happy Teacher's Day to the to the people that actually dedicated themselves to educate us to become better citizens of this country. Kathy, I'm, I'm currently reading a book called Birthmark. It's my story. Written by Cleola Governor. It's a beautiful book that I've got yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, it's absolutely... Very, very interesting reading this little book that I picked up yesterday. All right. Uh, is that what you wanted to share, Stanley? Yeah, it's yeah, it's a it's a book that entails bullying and 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 the rest of the thing that goes on in on the school grounds. Mm, mm. And 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 what's the title of the book again? Birthmark. 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 Oh, birthmark. It's my okay. story. It's about a little girl who has got a birthmark and was ostracized and always bullied about the birthmark and brought mm. down uh, to be to be belittled. 
All right. Stanley, thanks for bringing it to our attention and happy reading. Uh, Ufenza, we're going to have to leave it there for this morning. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. And I think, yeah, a very important issue that you've put on the table. It's 11 o'clock. Luyanda has your latest news update.